Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Black Girl from Eugene. I'm Aisha. And um, I'm here today on my own. And um, I love it when I do my solos. I love it when I do my guests. I just love being here. What we're going to talk about first, I have announcements. Um, and um, I have something to show you, my shirt. Um, and we're going to talk about the censorship that I have uh, experienced this last week. It's very interesting how I've been censored from Facebook and Instagram. Um, and it's super crazy. So we're going to get into that. But before we do, let me show you my shirt. I, Black Girl from Eugene, has actually launched alongside Threadbearer who is producing or who is uh, creating the t-shirts for us that we have designed with them. And um, it is on sale right now. This is just one design. And it says, furthermore, I am that bitch because that's how I am. And on the back side, here is my design. And I think it's awesome. And I hope you guys love it. Um, not only do we have t-shirts, but we have hoodies and we have masks and we have tote bags. And um, there's colors, there's gray, black, white, and yellow. They are dope. This size on me, unfortunately I'm sitting down so I don't know that you guys can really see it. This is a large, which um, I thought I'd fit, but it's actually kind of roomy. It's very comfortable, but I like my shirts to be form-fitting, you know? I like to show my figure. Um, and this is like super comfortably fit. And so I think I probably could have went with a medium. They are sized to men, so, um, but this is super comfortable and this, the cotton is really, really like soft and so it's really nice. So anyway, I had, there's a link right here uh, posted below. If you guys are interested in buying some merchandise, it definitely supports me and my mission here. So please go and do that. Also, if you are a Patreon, you get a discount code that I sent to you today um, in uh, this morning. There's a code where you'll get 10% off. If you are a Patreon that has already ordered um, merchandise, please contact Threadbearer and let them know you are a Patreon. Uh, and they have, they will be able to verify that and they will be able to uh, apply your discount even after you've already bought it. You'll just get that money back. So I hope that inspires folks to either one, become a Patreon or two, go order merchandise or both. Um, also, that leads us to the Patreon. Thank you so much for everyone who is supporting me and the new Patreons that I've gotten, the patrons that I've received in the last couple weeks. I appreciate you guys. This, it absolutely keeps me moving. It absolutely keeps us going. So I appreciate that. The link is uh, www.patreon.com forward slash black girl from Eugene underscore one. Five dollars a month is incredible and it keeps so much stuff afloat and keeps me um, my creative mind flowing. Okay, next thing, Black Gold Culture Camp, as you guys know, is my nonprofit and I um, work to provide positive education, black-centered education around black history of the United States and we are launching an education program that will go throughout the entire year and in that program, <clears throat> we're going to have uh, all BIPOC teachers. And right now, due to funding, we are having like kind of a skeleton type of um, schedule where we will have you know an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon. And we are partnering with Escape Dance to be able to utilize their space for kindergarten through fifth. Although the program is kindergarten through twelve. So uh, middle school and high schools can be online and have an option to be in person um, depending on the days. We have an eclectic and amazing group of people. We even have teachers that are coming all the way from uh, South Africa to teach and they will be online. It is amazing. So uh, we have teachers that are coming from Oakland. We have teachers in Vancouver. We have so many different options for lessons that are going to be coming in. Um, it is for it is at a cost. Um, the classes are at this point one month long, a week, one hour per week for the month, depending on how it goes. Um, however, 
we will not turn people away due to the cost of the classes. It will be, we're setting the cost at $80 a month, it's 20 bucks a class. There definitely will be materials given. Um, and so uh, we look out for the registration it should be coming in the first couple of weeks of September. Classes will start in October. It is going to be amazing. And the more people that come through and the more funding that we receive, the more classes that we can offer. And I think it's just gonna grow throughout the year. So it will, should, be, should be something that you should totally get into. But I wanna take a shout out to Vanessa Fuller um, because she has partnered with me and not only has she been a business mentor, she has been encouraging me this whole time, helping me with my website, helping me with everything. So Vanessa, I'm giving a straight, direct love shout out to you. Um, a lot of encouragement coming from you. Black women working together, leading this community. We are doing it. I also want to give a shout out to Drea. Um, although she is moving to, uh, to LA next week, Drea is going to, is, um, we're going to welcome her into Black Gold Culture Camp because she is actually going to be our coordinator. Um, <clears throat> for the camp and so she's going to take that over and so we're going to support her and we're going to love her and Drea Smith thank you so much for diving in and doing it and even at a distance and, and all the things that you're doing um, so there's that that is what I want to say I'm going to give one more look at my t-shirt before I get started this is just one design we have several designs up this is the furthermore I am that bitch because that is how I roll and this is the backside of it and this is the design that we have available for everyone. I hope you guys like it. It is my new brand, it is my new logo, and we are kicking it. All right, so let's get into this. So, I tried, foolishly, to promote myself. Now, I tried to promote my website, my brand new website. I tried to promote my new design and the t-shirts and all this branding. Now when I say promote, it's, it doesn't mean that I'm like just posting a post and like talking about it, but promoting it on Instagram and on Facebook means that you actually put money towards them distributing the information out to people who are past your, um, who are basically past your, uh, your friends or people who are following you. This just gets onto like just tons of feeds. It's, you know, you can promote it and just pushes it out. You pay a certain amount of money for a certain amount of people. So. I tried to promote the website and I tried to promote this merchandise push um, and I got a response back saying that you are not able to promote your, um, your site or your post because you are, uh, have been flagged as censored as political um, or trying to, to, to sway the public in, a, in one political way or the other. And I was like, the I couldn't even believe it because the thing is this if you guys have been following me and I don't know how long people have been following me because I've been doing it for a year now but if you've been following me the only if you want to consider blackness political then yeah I guess I'm political but the problem with that is is that we are then taking and, and, and actually supporting the idea that black people, blackness, my whole existence doesn't have anything to do with a human existence, that it's actually a political stance to stand up for my own benefit of my own life, to educate people about the way that black people move about this world, how we feel, how we love, how we see each other. All of these things are something that they are considering political. There's never been a time on my show ever that I have said vote one way or vote the other. Now I have definitely said vote now but I have not ever said which direction to go so I'm thinking the only problem with my my uh, post is that my name is black girl from Eugene and so of course I gave you the option to appeal and of course I appealed and I literally said the only thing that I've ever said in any of my posts is that I'm a black girl from Eugene and they are politicizing my position in my life, saying that I, because of that, cannot promote my, uh, I cannot promote my, myself in any way. So I have some comments here. Uh, that is freaking ridiculous. And they consider uh, respecting black people as pol uh, political. That's the truth, Tamika. You know what? Because the truth of it is, is that this go goes way back, and we've talked about it so many times on my podcast, we have talked about the idea that black people are not considered human. It goes all the way back to the Constitution. It goes back to the three-fifths rule. We were not considered a whole man or a whole person. Um, it, it's never been resolved in any way. 
So the idea that we are considered polit political versus human beings is the real true issue here. We can't even think about being heard as people if we're not considered people even in 2020. Now if I'm being censored for using my name as black girl, literally that's it. There's nothing about, there is absolutely nothing about my show that is political. But yet I have been censored. So what I'm trying to give these people my money. I'm trying to pay them. I'm like, here, take my money to help me out. And they're like, no, you're political and that is it. So the issue that I have here is that just how my name is stated, black girl. Now it has been in the past where I think I've told this story before where I was um, I was commenting on something. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'll just be jumping in every once in a while. So I was commenting and someone was like, uh, she said, well, you should listen to Black Girl from Eugene. It's a really good podcast, blah, 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 blah. So, I, so this woman comes in and she jumps on this other woman for calling me black. She literally was upset that the person had referred to me as black girl. And that, of course, was my name. So I had to come in and say, no, no, no. My name is Black Girl from Eugene. That is my brand. It's not an insult. Um, it's not something that was deg uh, degradation. There's no, no uh, insult behind it. It was not degrading me in any way. Um, it's totally fine to say black. It's totally fine to say African-American. I have to, had a teaching moment in that space. But what's interesting that you have to understand is that while, we are talk while I'm talking in this space, every space that we show up in in this United States, I think we even said last week, is a white space. So I have to like fight to be heard or to be seen. I have to, being the fact that I'd like to be recognized as a black woman is something that's controversial to the point where I'm censored on Facebook, where I can't actually promote empowerment of black people because that's the only thing that my website does. It is absolutely about empowerment. Black Girl from Eugene is about empowerment. Black Gold Culture Camp is about empowerment. Race Equity Matters is about empowerment. Those are my three businesses. Those are all on one website, and that is what they were censoring. So you have to go back to the other conversation is that what about saying black and being black is so fearful for white people to understand? What, what is so fearful about the politicians to say, you can't have any hope. You can't have any recognition. You can't have a title that is something that you want to give yourself that we have not approved. Matter of fact, if we have not voted on the fact that you can speak, you may not speak. That doesn't even, to me, I can't, I, I don't know what else to do besides not do, change a damn thing. I'm sorry that I can't promote my business and I'm sorry that I won't be able to like really take, use the platform the way that I need to use the platform. So I'm going to lean on my Patreons to, to basically uh, and to lean on my followers to basically help me out and share. That's the only way that we're going to be able to do it. But I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. I'm a black woman. You know what I mean? I, and, and I'm not going to stop saying and doing what I'm doing because it's uncomfortable for white folks. That's like the easiest thing I could have said, black girl. I mean, I didn't even say woman. I didn't say stepping on your neck. I didn't say coming for you. I didn't say any of that. I just said black girl from Eugene. And that is censored. I've also had um, in good intention people asking if they if they can wear my shirt because it says Black Girl from Eugene. Like, can white people wear that? Why? Yes, yes, please buy a couple of them. It's a brand, but the fact that I'm stating Black Girl has made people so uncomfortable. I'm tr since I'm here by myself, I'm trying to read your guys' comments as you come in. As you are beyond the ignorant uh, times. Uh, sorry for this country's ignorance. Oh, it's not anything to even apologize for, but thank you. I understand your intention. The truth of it is, is that it's, it's, we're past apologizing at this point. What we need to really do is stop. Just stop. When you see it, you need to be like asking, why can't I, why don't I, why isn't there more black people around? I, as a white person, need to demand that I see something else. Like this is not that I learn about the value of black people, not just the, the pain of black people. People say black, I say black with lots of pride. I don't know any black people who don't say black with lots of pride. You know what I mean? Like the whole idea of black nationalism was, an, was a push for understanding that we are worthy to get the, to change the narrative around black people and how we see ourselves in this country. So if I'm standing with my fist up and I'm saying black is beautiful, it's not an insult. 
It's not the same as white nationalism. We're not trying to hurt anybody. We're trying to be seen and be heard as human beings with the same pain, same expectations, same uh, goals, even further than, even further than white folks who are looking at us going, how can we help you? We don't need your help. We need you to step aside so that we can do what we got to do. And so here I am with an with a, a education program that will help not only black kids and BIPOC children, but white children too. And I can't even promote it because I said black first. And you're going to tell me, but because I said black, that, that the, censorship, the censorship makes sense. Because who, who in the hell knows if black people have, were to ever assimilate together, were ever to gather together and have empowerment? And then what would we do? Then what would happen? Then how could the, dis the disenfranchisement that we've gone through over and over again ever hold? It couldn't hold if we can just understand that this is what we, th there is power in numbers and there is power in empowerment. When we understand who we are and we love who we are, this is what people are afraid of. I'm really, a, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised by this in any way. I'm looking at it like, you know, for the, the fact that, that, there was no other reason to censor me on, 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 uh, on the idea of, pol of politics. I couldn't even, I said politics, I sat there for a second and I was like, have I ever? I had to like think about it. They made me think about what the hell I come here to do every day and what I'm trying to say and what I stand for and I'm like, politics. I, I know, I know for sure that as you, as a person of color, as a black woman, like specifically coming through, talking about the strength of black people, talking about the education of black people, talking about love of black people, sex with black people, talking about the strength in black families, talking about how we just see each other, how we laugh and the joy of black people. That is what people are worried about. That's what white folks are worried about. I think about the gate, the Hunger Games movie. No, I, I didn't watch all of them. Not gonna lie, but I do remember a, cer a certain part where the dude, the main guy, I don't even know his name, was like, "What's the the what is the worst thing that people can have?" And it was hope, right? Because as soon as someone has hope, it ignites all of this other means for action, right? It it it, it ignites a need for more, right? So. If that is what I was censored for, providing hope, because I'm publicly stating that because I'm a black woman or because black girl from Eugene is empowerment, that's what I got censored for in 2020? I, we need to like really understand, even while we're out here on Facebook and even while I'm out here live on Facebook right now utilizing their spaces, we gotta ask more questions. We gotta push the structure. Now I know a lot of people are doing a lot of work, excuse me, around anti-racism and around racism work, period. Trying to figure out on what spectrum can they understand uh, uh, what, what white folks can do. White folks are trying to figure this out. Black folks are trying to figure out how much patience we have for this, right? We are really trying to just get through this in a way that, um, in a way that we're not compromising ourselves any longer. So that's a balance. Everybody's hurting, everyone's trying to figure it out. We're all trying to move forward in a way that is representative of our values. So if black people are trying to stand up and sit up and be heard and be seen in an unapologetic way, it is being considered a front to the structure because we're not allowed to do that. We're pushing against the grain. So the thing about it is if you're trying to be white folks, if you're trying to be anti-racist, or if you're working on being um, or checking your racism because you're starting to understand as you've grown up in the United States, you have learned just to be racist because that is what they teach. If you're pushing up against that, you've got to start asking why black folks aren't where you are. If you are in spaces where you don't see black people, you need to be looking at the establishment. What, what's, the, what's the reason? Why don't you think black folks come? Are you encouraging black people to come here? Is this a, is this a place inclusive? Are you, are you encouraging diversity? Are you encouraging cultural diversity? Racial diversity? Are you encouraging any kind of anti-racism? Not that you're racist, but are you encouraging? What is your investment into this? If you are really wanting to support black people, when someone says, black, I'm black and I'm proud, you know, then you need to be clapping. You don't need to join in. You just need to go, that's right. Because as human rights, as humans, 
we have the right to be here. We have the right to say and feel any anything in a human in life. We have the right. We don't have to ask permission. We're being polite by asking permission. We're being polite to allow white folks to catch up. I think last week my guest even said, I mean, he, he describes it as being immature. Immature, not in like a, uh, an emotional way, but it is actually in an emotional way. It's additional. It's the fact that the United States is a baby to cultural anything, to inclusivity to anything. All we know is like how, how, uh, how little toddlers act. They don't know how to share. They don't know that everything is theirs. They don't know how to go back and forth. They don't know how to negotiate. They, don't, they can't accept yet. Everything is them centered in the middle. Does that make sense? So the truth of it is, is that if we're still there, we are not moving forward. If I can be centered because the title, the title of my work is Black Girl from Eugene. Black Girl. That's what got me censored. I mean, I, I just, I am just, um, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I think I said that before. I'm not surprised, but like, I'm so unwilling. I'm so unwilling to change anything about this. And it will be to my degradation because I won't be able to, to promote my business through public means because they are owned by white folks who are censoring black people. Y'all, we gotta understand. I didn't even say, it's just kind of like that idea. It's like going down, you know, uh, you know, being arrested while black while sleeping, black while eating, black while shopping, black while driving, black, black while freaking podcasting. What the hell? I didn't even say, I mean, like, honestly, now I feel like I'm just going to be like, uh, I'm just going to be like, maybe I should get political. Maybe I should be endorsing people. I mean, y'all already know, you know, I haven't said anything directly but y'all already know I ain't going for Trump but I don't think I'm I mean making that political I, I think that's just like you know common damn sense at this point but that is political however being a black woman in the United States if we don't realize that we are political just by existing wow how much power do we already have how much power is that how much fear is behind the, the empowerment of black women or black people or black children Maybe I'm naive for thinking that I didn't have so much power by just stating black girl from Eugene, just stating that I'm out here in the Pacific Northwest, just being able to speak my mind to say, we over here, y'all, don't forget about me. Don't forget about this very, very uh, peculiar circumstance that black people in the Pacific Northwest are up against. That's what I'm here doing, y'all. That's it. I'm up here saying there's black folks up in this Pacific Northwest and we out here being choked out. Please don't forget about us up here. We out here living a whole different kind of black life. But yet, I'm, I guess that's political. You know what? Fuck that. It's not political. It's human. It's a black life. It, you, you can't snuff me out because I choose not to hide from my melanin, not to hide from my history, not to hide from my ancestry, not to hide from my, his, my, my past, not to hide from my lived experiences. Lived experiences in the United States for black people, that, a partic- that is political. Now you gotta ask yourself, white folks, how could that possibly be if we're living in proximity to you, yet your life, your life is, is, the, is the foundation, is the norm, and my life is a political consideration. We're talking 2020, I'm not even going back. I'm not even talking about the, the civil rights. I'm not even talking about anything like that. I'm talking about my life, and your life, the decision is a political one for me to exist. So, when you're asking, can I support a black person? That's up to you. Can you? Are you okay with the idea that when you when you wear my shirt, black girl from Eugene, and it's a big old black woman on your a beautiful black woman on the back of your shirt, and it says black girl from Eugene, can you wear it? Are you okay with wearing it? Because when someone says, oh, yeah, wow, you, you got a black woman on your shirt, what you gonna, what's your response? What are you going to say? I'm talking to white folks now. It shouldn't really be an issue. You see what I'm saying? It really shouldn't be an issue. It's just the idea that we got to understand what white supremacy means in everyday living life. Every day. 
So if I can't say black girl outside, or you can't describe a man who walks in the door and you know you try to describe him in every other way but black, you gotta understand where you are, who and what you are uh, are, are perpetuating. It's called white supremacy. In case you were not paying attention, the fact that I would even uh, that I can't pay them, I can't pay them to to promote my business because it says black girl. Y'all, they won't even take my money, okay? They won't even take it because it says black girl. They say, change your name and we'll think about it. The hell? I'm not changing anything. I'm not doing anything different. But I wanted to say this out loud so that people can understand when I talk about white supremacy, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm saying. I have to acquiesce to these things so that I can be seen in the most comfortable way for white folks. And this show, this show, if you guys have been watching long enough, this is a black space. You see what I'm saying? Girl, look, uh, Tamika, I am not changing a damn thing. You know how I roll. They're going to be uncomfortable. I'm just saying, like, this is a black space. Okay? Ah, maybe that's what's political. We can't have our spaces. We can't show our black joy. We can't talk about our black concerns. Maybe that's the problem. So here we are black space and all and we are inviting people to watch you know fly on the wall it's in the description you know black space white folks be a fly on the wall listen to the conversations unabridged unabiased, unbiased our space our words our feelings the way we do it together can't do that can't do it i'm leaning on you guys as my followers to help me out because, and that's, I'm, you know, not even as my followers or as my, as for me, but I'm going to need y'all to understand, the white folks who are listening, understand quite well. If we can't be heard, I'm paying them my money. I'm trying to give them money. And they're telling me no because you want to be unapologetically black. And around here, we don't put up with that mess. So if that's the truth, you guys got to understand the what you do see. We, we've had to like acquiesce and we've had to compromise and we've had to switch and change and, and morph and bend to show up. It's ridiculous. It's unnecessary and it's, it's absolutely, it's absolutely, um, you know, it's just a perpetuation of white supremacy and I need you to understand what that means. I talk about it in my anti-racism conversations that I have with people all the time. I do it on a weekly basis. I say, let's talk about how white supremacy shows up every single day. Not the, not the capes, you know, not the, not the hoods and not the burning of the crosses, although we got that problem too, you know. But the idea that we are sitting here this, the, trying to determine how black is acceptable. Hmm? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Is it, so this is like a one drop rule for, po for, for, for a podcast? I mean, is that what we're doing? The one drop rule? Y'all don't know what that is. I need y'all to look it up whole problem is because today is not the day for this <laughs> I'm just talking about my censorship if, they, if you're going to talk about the one drop rule for media <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't I can't I can't there's got to be a way that we can do this in 2020 with with each other understanding how we can get can boost each other up now we have other black I have um, like I said at the beginning of the show I was thinking just really a list of women who have stepped up and, and who I'm working with, who have, who have supported me, who has been able to get my word out, who, who are making the t-shirts, who are, who are helping me, uh, you know, design the programs. We're doing it. The truth of it is, is that we need more people to understand that this is more than, more than the bootstraps, pulling yourself up by the bootstraps when you're black. Do you realize we didn't have bootstraps? That means we have to create the bootstrap? So while everybody else is pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, we're over here creating the boot, making the strap, while everyone's catching up, we, we over here fear, fiercely creating something to pull ourselves up with. White folks, if you think and believe you are an ally, if someone has told you so, and they're not creating, they're not working with you on that bootstrap, they're not working with you, putting you up and pushing you out, if you're not pushing black folks up and out, you're not doing this work because this is what we're up against. You guys, I tried to pay them. I'm giving them my money. And they said no. You put unapologetic somewhere in there. Can't do it. I know Andre said it's an amazing logo. His son is the one who drew it. It's actually a picture of me. Cartoon, cartoon, like he did, made a cartoon. 
version of a picture of me, and it was magic. Sorry, as a side note. But anyway, I saw you, Andre. So um, anyway, I just want it to be really, really clear and to be really, really sure that you guys are understanding what I'm saying here about white supremacy showing up every single day. You know, walking around with a Black Lives Matter t-shirt is, you know, is something that you feel like is a protest because it is a protest, not because it's about, not because it's about, you know, police brutality, because yeah, right, clearly, because literally you are saying that black lives matter. That is why. That is why it's controversial. So yeah, of course, I guess we are political. But white folks out there listening, come on, catch up. If we're going to push against this, this system, I'm walking around with my Black Lives Matter. It's all on my face. It's all in my skin. It's in my dreadlocks. This is what's happening. I walk around all the time. So if you're going to walk around as my ally and you're going to do the same thing, don't take that shirt off when you're going to a place where you think you might get pushed back. Don't take that mask off. When someone talks to you, you tell them, hey, this is not a political situation. These are people. This is a human rights issue. Hey, don't talk to me about brutality. This is about human rights. Get it in your mouth. Say it quick. Don't have a conversation. This is about human rights, and I stand behind human rights. We are, black people are no longer commodity. As much as white folks don't want to understand that, don't want to put it down. When I say white folks, I'm talking about the whole damn structure. Black people are not a commodity. Without black people, this whole society would fall to its knees. So you've got to understand, when I say black lives matter, when I say black, power when I say black girl from Eugene with pride knowing that it has nothing but pain and learn, learned lessons behind it. I'm giving you learned lessons from being a black girl from Eugene. A black woman growing up in the Pacific Northwest. There is plenty to understand about oppression, white supremacy and, and straight up oh, just, just, just the pushback that I have received my entire life for trying to be who I am. They won't even let me be great. They think they won't let me be great. But that's what's cute about white supremacy is that that's how we roll. That's how we showed up. This is just what we do. It's in our skin. You can't take it away. That is why they're pissed. That is why they're pissed. Because I won't promote now. They won't let me promote. And watch this. I'll sell out all my t-shirts. You see what I'm saying? I'll be invited to speak at more symposiums. I will go across the country. I will go outside this country being a black girl from Eugene unapologetically. And I think and I believe real wholeheartedly that this black space will thrive without, without the sponsorship of some racist ass folks who are trying to run this structure, who try to continue to run this structure. We need to step up strong. Don't take off that black lives anything understand what you're talking about here it's not political it's about a human person a human life black people are human we are no longer commodities you cannot buy and sell us we do not work for free we are not here for your entertainment we entertain ourselves and you get to watch you get to benefit from our presence you like american music you like rock and roll you like hip-hop you like you jazz you like classic you like art, you like architecture, you like geometry, thank a black person, thank black history, thank black survival, thank black resilience. You gotta understand, everything that black people have done has been up against white supremacy this whole time. In 2020, here I am, sitting on you, with a, in this couch, actually supported by a, black, by a white woman who supported me in this office, this is how it has to work, y'all. The reason why it's support is because we're up against the structure. The structure won't allow us to be great. We can't show up talking about be loving each other and loving ourselves. We gotta pretend like we hate us just as much as they hate us. Just to get in the damn door. Me dreading my hair? Man, I just cut myself off from all kinds of access to corporate America. But I'm okay with that. Because I'm no longer going to not be black. <laughs> the blackest form of black I can show up as and still be comfortably me. You see what I'm saying? I am me. You got to accept it. Black folks are black folks. We've been here the whole time. I'm just like, I'm just sitting around thinking about this. I, white folks in privilege 
not seeing that idea, not knowing that actually understanding that as we're walking through the same damn door, that we are that we are coming through that door in different in different perspectives. That's some heavy white privilege. That's some heavy heavy privilege. 2020, here we are, and I've been censored for saying that I'm a black girl from Eugene. I wanted y'all to know. I wanted y'all to hear it from me. I wanted y'all to understand. And what's really weird, like once you get censored that way, I can't go back and correct it. Like I actually tried to go back and like, um, not change. Obviously, I'm not changing my name, but I tried to go back and like look and see what what I did or like try to put the link somewhere different and it, it just freezes the whole thing you just can't you can't even go back and do it and it was like oh you have to register as a business blah blah I'm already ready I did everything they wanted me to do I still cannot think about what it was other than me being unapologetically black and expressing it to the world and asking the world to join me in it join me in my in my journey of being a black person growing up and have surviving living in the Pacific Northwest because that's what we do here as black people. Some of us survive it, some of us acquiesce to it and never survive it, you know, change into something else. Can't even recognize what that is. Few of us who are here who still recognize the beauty in blackness, who still recognize holding on to it tightly is life-saving. We're out here struggling. Ah, oh, so I'm gonna take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm gonna take a deep breath, and I just want you guys to understand, if you see me out here thriving, you see me out here doing my thing, you see anybody of color up and about doing our thing, we are pushing hard against the, the machine. We are pushing hard against the structure. If you have no other reason but to support black entrepreneurship and to support black business for the idea that what we're up against, I will need you to understand it really clearly. We can't even pay a mofo to support us as long as we are anything but acquiescing to what they need and I'm speaking I'm just gonna speak for all the black folks out there hey if you disagree speak your mind do your thing say what you gotta say but I'm I've experienced it directly too many times and now with my business being what it is and for it to be censored the way it is race equity was was the on that video the promo video if you guys haven't seen it it's beautiful Caleb Rexius white dude hooked me up. I am so grateful to him. Hooked me up with that video. It got censored and I cannot share it. I cannot pay to have it promoted. I can share it. Can't have it promoted. And matter of fact, I think it got blocked to begin with. I couldn't, I had to go with this weird way about having to, to promote it out. It's out there now. Y'all got to share it. I can't get it out there. Not through Facebook, not through Instagram. I'm working on YouTube. I got YouTube, you know, got like 16 subscribers. <laughs> but I'm here. I'll do what I can do. I'm not compromising myself. I've done that for so long. I'm quite over it. You can't handle me saying black girl. That is not about me. That ain't about us. So anyway, I've been talking to y'all long enough. It's been like 40 minutes of me just on my soapbox. But I wanted y'all to understand um, that it was important for me to say so because this is like, we cannot act and pretend like white supremacy isn't, isn't controlling us in all, in all the moves that we do. We gotta know what's happening out there. So just understand that, just understand. So we gonna do it one more time. This t-shirt, furthermore, I am that bitch. It's appropriate for today's podcast show <laughs> because Clearly, I am that bitch to call, you know, you know that song Beyonce where she's like, uh, um, formation and she's like, you know, the, the conversation, you, they wouldn't be talking about you basically. They wouldn't be talking about you if you weren't that bitch. Okay. So I'm perfectly fine with that. It wouldn't be an issue. If I'm an issue being black girl, that means I'm doing it right. But I'm encouraging other black folks. Let's not change what we're doing. Let's lift each other up. Share as much as possible. I'm encouraging white folks. Please understand, if you see black folks ahead, what we've gone through to get there. And we're constantly, constantly, constantly pushing. Constantly pushing. Kimberly, you want a t-shirt? You're going to have to order one. The link is at the bottom of this. I will link it again. It's on sale right now. We have a couple different designs. I'll show y'all the design one more time, and then I'm going to jump off of here. Okay, check it out.
Okay, so it says black or fun. Oh, wait, and it says furthermore, I am that bitch. This is just one design. We have several. And then I've got this on the back. Controversial as hell. <laughs> Join me, y'all. Join me in the controversy. Okay? Join me being black, black folks. Don't give it up. Don't quiet down. Right? The t-shirt looks good. It's dope. We got hoodies. We're going to have t-shirts. We have totes. We have all kinds of stuff. And it's going to be continued. This is just the push, the merchandise push. I'm going to have more designs coming. We're going to switch them out every once in a while. You know, I love you too, black woman. Tamika. That's how we should start greeting today. I love you, black woman. Beauty. Strength. Man, they, they are fearful, and we're not even mad, but they stay mad. we over here just trying to live. They stay mad. Calm down. Understand, white folks. we out here just trying to be great, and it's harder than you would imagine for, for us just to be here. We're pushing up against every aspect, every aspect of life. Can't breathe. Can't walk. Can't talk, can't promote my business, can't wear my hair out my head, can't walk with, you know, can't have big hips, can't have big, can't have a body, can't have long eyelashes, can't have big thick lips. I mean, what the hell? We can't exist. This is 2020. I got censored, y'all. You will not be seeing my, my uh, promotions promoted. You will not see my website promoted. They won't let me do it. You will not see my t-shirts promoted, meaning that like further out other than what I, what people who are following me. So please help a sister out. <laughs> help every sister out. Reach out. All of us who aren't political, you know, like really political, we out here struggling. You know what I mean? Like I believe they've allowed some political aspects of blackness to come through the NAACP. I'm very proud of it. You guys know why. They'll let that come through, you know? At first, I thought, I was like, oh, is it because it's a man? That's probably in there, too. But that's not my expertise. We'll talk about gender diversity and, and misogyny, all that, on another day. I'm talking about racism today. So, that's all I'm saying, y'all. They're really trying to stop a sister from growing. I'm going to grow anyway. That's my political stance. My political stance is, fuck y'all. <laughs> so that's what my political stance is. I'm going to be black, I'm going to be great, and it's going to be beautiful. So stand by me, y'all. Stay strong. Wear that shit. Don't give up. Let's do our damn thing. And I love you very much. And I think I have been looking at these, um, you know, I think I have been looking at these questions as we've gone through, I think. Um, but if anybody wants to say something to me, I'm here by myself, so I'm able to, I'm a little closer to the, the um, screen, so I can talk directly to you right now, and so I make more of them, and this law degree. Okay, Tamika, get that law degree, that's what we need, we need the law, we need, look, Tamika, I love you, and you know I do, girl, you know I do, you behind, you in a robe, just gives me chills, it gives me chills. That's what we need. We need you in we need you in the suit at the table and then we need you to move on through to the robe at the bench. And I am there for you every step of the way. Let's get it. Let's get it. Tariq and I have known each other since we were 20, 18, something long time. If anybody deserves to be there, we would only benefit from her in that position. Let me tell you what. Okay, stay let me go through. I'm just gonna make sure I don't miss anybody. You know, I love all the black women out here struggling, all the black men out here struggling. Do not, do not, do not change what you're doing. Do not. We see each other. We'll, we'll pick each other up as much as we can. We got to keep doing the work. Allies out there, if you believe yourself to be, someone has told you that you are, hey, this is where the work is. Don't set it down. Don't set it down. Yes. <laughs> Supreme Court, Congress, let's go. Are we encouraging our babies to do so? Look, I have a train going by. Are we encouraging our babies to do so? You know, leave the basketball players for the basketball. Let's, let's start encouraging our babies for engineering. Let's start encouraging our babies to, you know, uh, real estate, the law, Congress, Senate. Let's do this. 
let's do this. Let's do something real, you know? Let's make sure that our, our, when our babies go through, they love being black. Remember, it's not about having a black face up there. It's not about having a black face in, in, as a mayor, as a governor. Having a black face doesn't fix the problem. Who is that black face? Do they love black women? Do they love black men? Do they love black families? Are they progressively working towards the, the betterment of black people? I think I've said it to you over and over again. If you don't have the intersectionality of blackness at the bottom and you don't start there and move up, you are going to miss us. We are the lowest common denominator. It has to be. It has to start with black people. Every political movement has got to uplift that our community because our community will help the next brown community and the next brown community. We are literally the least resourced in the United States. You can't put a brown face in a position and think it works. But what black, black people are, are affected by white supremacy too. There's black people who don't, who don't love being black. They are ashamed of their skin. They are, are embarrassed by their hair. They, are, they, don't, they don't like the strength in my voice. They don't like the conviction in our struggle because they've been traumatized through white supremacy. They have been oppressed to the point of not, no recognition of who they are. I mean, y'all all know an example of this, right? We have one, we have several that we can say, I mean, everyone knows nationally, right? Ben Carson is that person in case y'all don't know. Now I'm about to, I'm getting freaking political. Y'all don't want, don't, send to me because I'm political, y'all gonna get political. So anyway, what I'm saying is, don't, don't, fool, don't jump just because there's a brown person there. Read about them. How, where is their, where is the, what is their connection? What is their connection to the upliftment of their own people? Because once we uplift black people, everyone else will benefit. Remember, we are literally the step, the foundation piece of this. So if we're struggling, nothing's going to get better. Okay? So I'm just going to say it point blank. Okay? We got to understand qualified black people. Remember, for the, I think even now, like the last three or four years, black women were the highest educated population in the United States. Yet, for some reason, we don't see no black people, black women, actually leading, getting the positions, taking over with these white men. Mediocre white men are trying to lead the situation and putting it, leading us right into the water. Come on, man. Let's think about, let's think critically. Let's think critically. How, how can that be? These black women, highest educated population in the United States, where they at though? Why can't they get these jobs? Why can't they get these leader positions? What's going on? For the reason I came here to tell you guys and talk to you about it today, what the hell's going on? I'm trying to give them my money and they're saying, not you black girl. <laughs> not you. You want to say black girl and shit. You want to be all up in the. You want to be all in the middle with your fist up. Have a seat. That's what they told me. So y'all gotta understand. If we have this population and we got all this strength and we got all this resolve and we have all this leadership skill and we have all this balance, we have all this resilience. Where are we? How is the structure still hiding us? How are you, white folks, not seeing that we just don't? We're just not around. But yet, we have people screaming, we need equality and equity. We need you to step aside so we can grow. Critical, critical thinking, white supremacy, structural racism. That is what that is. Don't be fooled because it's 2020. Don't be fooled because there's a black man standing up there going, yes, I'd like to run for office. Who are you, sir? And what do you stand for, sir? What is your connection to your family, sir? Who is your family, sir? Because this is how black folks can tell how other black folks operate, just so y'all know. 
You want to see someone, you want to act, you see a black person running, look at see, look at the black folks. It's kind of like you go into an Asian restaurant and you, there ain't no Asians eating there. <laughs> Flag. Okay? Flag on the plate. You go to a, a Mexican restaurant, ain't no Mexicans eating there? Flag on the plate. If y'all don't know that. You see a black, brown person up in office and you don't see no black women supporting them? Flag on the plate. That's, that's real talk. We out here, y'all. The structures that be are trying to keep it so that we don't, so that we aren't heard. Just because someone's black don't mean they got the answers. Listen, black people can be against black people too. I'm talking to our black folks now, right? We know this. All skin folk, ain't your kin folk, we know this. But if the structure is being upheld and all white folks want to see is a brown person, we got a problem. White folks, you got to get smarter. Listen to black women. Listen to what we're saying. Listen to what we're asking for. So when you hear a black person talking and you go, that sounds unfamiliar. I haven't heard that. <laughs> yeah, right, Candace Owens. I haven't heard that. You're like, huh, that's the only black woman I've ever heard say some crazy, crazy something like that. Flag on the play, y'all, okay? We're here. We're telling you in plain words. We're telling you in plain podcasts. I'm not censored, but this shit ain't deleted. <laughs> I'm really glad that you guys are here live to talk with me about it, because who knows, I may have said too much. I can't even tell. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? But just know I'm on YouTube, too. So as soon as I can get my YouTube following up, maybe I'll just leave Facebook altogether. I don't know. I don't want to lose y'all. Those of us who come together and talk about the real deal, talk about the real stuff. I'm just bringing awareness. That's all this little black girl is doing. Growing to a black woman who no longer is asking for your permission. <laughs> I know. It's uncomfortable. But, uh, so is being black in America. I love you. Black girl from Eugene.